Hello. Hello. We are back with another week of The Bachelor. We are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. As far as we know. And we're very excited to recap this past week's episode of Fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites. It was the most non-fantasy suite, <laughs> okay. fantasy suite fantasy episode Fantasy Suite. There's only one, right? Fantasy yeah. Suite. And yeah. Women Tell All. And Women Tell All. So we're doing them all. Um, and we are going to try to do it as quickly as possible. We're going to power through this. It is two episodes, so we don't want to do one really long episode, but... Honestly, the Women Tell All was probably better than the Fantasy Suite episode. <laughs> I don't know. They were both fun. But but yeah, we can't spend four hours recapping four hours worth of show. Yeah. I mean, we, we could. You can just go watch it. But, yeah. And to help it speed right along, we didn't even take notes on the first episode. No, because we watched it in real time, like with yeah. real people on real TV. It was yeah. Really, so we it was really fun. to be in the moment yeah. with our friend Shannon. Uh and awesome. watch that. But we didn't take any notes, so we might be... And that was all the way back on Monday, so we'll see. As far as Bachelor news, I can't think of anything that's important that matters, so... I mean, not that any Bachelor news really matters in this grand well, scheme of things, but... It does, but, you know... Is, I can't think of anything. We need... Yeah. Nothing is significant, and we need to move on and recap all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. But... We are also recording on International Women's Day. So happy International Women's Day to you and your mother. Um, And your daughter. (laughs) Oh, thanks. And all the wonderful women in your life. Shout out to um, our favorite listener, Yvette, who... Is a woman. Is a woman, yeah. So happy International Women's Day to you, too. You cutie pie. Yeah, so that's basically it. Also, we have heard rumors. Um, I, they have not been confirmed yet, but there are rumors on who the next Bachelor Et is going to be. Yeah. Would you like to announce it, Mom? Yeah, should we do like a spoiler alert or anything? Yeah, if you, I mean, and it's not confirmed yet, so it could always change. So, spoiler alert if you don't want to know this. But rumor has it, if pretty significant big rumors is that. Hannah B. Lecter is going to be the next Bachelorette. Choo-choo! All aboard the Hot Hot Mess Express! Express. Choo! So, that'll be a a fun season, I think. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about it. She's still not close to being Uh, even one of my favorites from this season. I think it's going to be fascinating, though. But it's going to be really interesting, because she's such a train wreck. Yeah. But also really nice. But also just not very well, smart. <laughs> and I have a comment to insert here. I am so fascinated in all of the um, seasons that I've watched, which are like very few, how the producers manipulate us. Like in the beginning of the season, I hated her. Mm-hmm. And then things, you know, moved on and I sort of I sort of liked her, neutral sort of like. And now I'm like really excited that she's a bachelorette. Yeah. They really manipulate our perception oh, for of sure. each person. I think the most satisfying part of Hannah B probably yeah. being the bachelorette is the fact that Kaylin is not the bachelorette <laughs> and that it's Hannah B. Because <laughs> Kaylin tried so hard to be the bachelorette and she's just the absolute worst. She's legitimately evil. She's awful. Well, and she tried to throw 
everybody but herself and Cassie under the bus every opportunity she got. Yeah, and so I'm thrilled that the person that she hated the most during this whole thing is going to be the Bachelorette. <laughs> that is the world's greatest example of karma. So. And, and don't don't forget that they were, you know, pageant, can you know, rivals. Yeah, so they had beef in the pageant, and now... Mm-hmm. And, and neither of them lost, and so Kaylin came as close as she could to winning by being second place, yes. and the next big step for winning for her would to be either win The Bachelor right. or be Bachelorette. So the fact that Hannah finally won something. Yeah, so Kaylin bested Hannah in the pageant world, but now Hannah is besting Kaylin in the Bachelor In the world. love world. Ooh. But... Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Um, that'll be really cool. Uh, but I think we should hop right into the episode. Yep. All right. So fantasy suite episode. Fantasy suite. <laughs> they start up with back in um, where did we last the like, last back of the mansion, right? Or, they were well, the they mansion. were in Los Angeles. They were in Los Angeles, they and it was after hometown. Yeah, and Chris and Colton had a little talk about the fantasy suite. They had suites. the talk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girls were all clamped and excited about the, you know, the prospect of the fantasy suite. Yeah. And Hannah G, she was just all down. <laughs> she was all down for doing it in the fantasy suite. Hannah no G was down to books. <laughs> Hannah G was the most excited about the stuff that happens in the fantasy suite. I love her. And it was so funny because you can tell she actually does like him when they like spend yeah. time together. But it was so funny how excited she was just to, yeah. like, be in the fantasy suite with them. Theirs is not the world's most epic love story, but it's really It's sweet. more authentic than the other two that are left. Yeah, may- authenticity, I don't know. But, yeah, definitely I love her. And she really digs him. And she just wants to figure this out, right? She's, yeah. She's sweet. <laughs> but anyway. then they, Colton comes back and he's like, guess what, ladies? We're going to Portugal. And instead of squealing, they all kind of go, huh? <laughs> Hannah G goes, where's Portugal? <laughs> Just kidding, she didn't do that. But <laughs> and, he, and they look at him blankly, and he says, we're going to the Algarve region of Portugal, or whatever it is. And they still look at him like, what? He's like, I think it would be awesome to go to Portugal. Oh, me too. He's like, it's where the Mediterranean meets the Atlantic, or whatever it is. Meets the other one. Yeah. yeah. And and then, and then they go, oh, yay! They're like, you know, oh. oh, ocean! It's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. They're like, I can take swimsuit pics <laughs> for my Instagram. <laughs> but little did they know they wouldn't be taking swimsuit pics no. because what a wild ride we jump into. They, it looks like a beautiful place once they get there. Oh, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. It looks so, I don't know. It just, I've never really seen too many pictures of Portugal, but... I think like, Portugal's I, all over the map, like... Yeah. I mean, that's a dumb thing to say, but I think, like, the geography-wise, it's kind of like, there's all sorts of different climates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it was super pretty, and then the first person that gets a date is Taisha. So... Tasha meets up with Colton, and he, like, walks her over, and he's like, hey, thought we're gonna stick with the theme of us and do something in the sky. And so they go on a helicopter ride. She says, I've never been on a helicopter before. She's super excited. And he's like, I have. 
like three weeks ago when I went with Elise on it. You know? Yeah, but that was his first helicopter. Yeah, ride, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So it just was. It was just sort of cute that he's a helicopter novice, but was so excited that he's able to guide her on her first helicopter ride. Yeah, and so they fly. They take off, and um, oh. On the helicopter ride, they talk about the exports. Yeah, so the, then they Portugal. make really corny jokes. Yeah, it's like, what do you think there is besides figs or the exports of Portugal? And one of them says, oh, it must be Tasha says, olive oil. And Colton says, extra virgin olive oil. And we're supposed to think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and and so it, cute. I didn't even notice that was happening because I was just like, oh, it's super pretty. And then uh, the rest of the date was so cringe that I kind of believe that that happened. Yeah. I don't remember hearing that. No, but. it totally happened. And it was, like, I mean, I don't know. It was like a, you know, travel log, you know, destination-wise. Like, yeah. oh, what are the exports? It was so funny. But anyway. <laughs> but they land by on this cliffside thing. Yeah. And there's, there's like... Isn't there a lighthouse or something? A lighthouse, but it's kind of like a castle-y lighthouse. Mm-hmm. But it's so pretty, and it's just right on the ocean, so they sit on a cliff. And yeah. thank like, God Colton didn't take Cassie on this date, because if she had dumped him on this date, he probably would have... There were, If there wasn't a fence to jump, he would have jumped the cliff. <laughs> he would have thrown himself off the cliff. Right yeah, now. it would have been really bad. So he... Good television, but bad, bad life. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think that'd be good television. <laughs> that would just be sad. It would be sad. You're right. But... Colton and Tasha have a picnic, and they talk about their relationship, and they talk about um, what to expect from the fantasy suite. And this whole time, there's no music playing. It's just hmm. them talking. And the way they talk, just I felt was kind of cringy. I thought that it was just like, he was being way too awkward about the whole situation, and she was trying yeah. to act like it wasn't a big deal. She's really hoping that she can make her mark in the fantasy suite and win this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But as we learn later, kind of he's not into that idea at all. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, anyways, they they talk and he doesn't even he says a couple other awkward things mm-hmm. like tries to make sexual innuendos, but he's not very good at it. The whole thing was just really awkward, and I I think they are friends. I don't like her anymore. I think she her character has, and I mentioned this on last episode, and Mom still doesn't agree with me. But I think her whole, I think her character is just very sketchy and I think she does like him, but I don't think she really wants to marry him at all. And I don't think she, um, and I think she likes him as a friend. I don't think she even has romantic feelings for him. And I think that the fact that she hasn't opened up to him about the fact that she was in a relationship until right before filming just proves that she's not being honest and forthcoming with him. I'm okay with her. I've sort of lost my luster with her uh, at one point I was really excited about her being the bachelorette and stuff and now I'm just like well let's see how she does on paradise I'm, I'm not enthusiastic about her anymore I don't hate her but I'm just kind of she's also tearing down other women a couple of minutes though and being kind of a fib like fibber yeah we have to still agree to disagree on this I don't mm-hmm. hate her I don't I mean those her. things happened yeah I know I know I don't hate her I don't love her and she's she comes off as a nice person, but she's still lying about a lot of things and being dishonest about a lot of things. 
So, okay, let's move on. So they have their night date. They have their night date. They... The, oh, that's where the boob thing happens. Uh, this was really cute and, and fun, and I wish we saw most, more of this kind of stuff. Yeah, she looked great. Her cleavage looked awesome through that, like... It was, she was all taped in her little very low-cut dress, and her body looked so good, and she's just really, really pretty, and her face looked gorgeous. She's very pretty. But she's wearing something that you couldn't wear a bra with, so she was just, like, taped in. Yeah, and she, she in front of the whole world, told Colton, like, you know, I've got tape here, and, I mean, I'm sorry if I fall out, you know, just let me know if I fall out. And he's like, you're falling out. And she's like, let me tape it back, I've got tape. And it was just, I thought it was just really fun that they included that in the whole episode because you thought it was fun that they included her nip slip yeah she was like oh gosh nip slip and he was like oh no it's okay here because they don't normally do that kind of thing i thought it was just kind of charming that's because that thing doesn't normally happen whenever they happen so they do show it okay i don't know about that like wardrobe malfunction things but yeah it was it was nice that he, he was like trying to watch out for her which is sweet yeah Colton, I think, is much a much more genuinely kind person than Tasha, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, he's very kind. I love Colton. Uh, and, yeah, so he Would, gives her his invitation to the fantasy suite. Do you think there's any possibility that she was emphasizing that accident on purpose to rev up the sex appeal or the... No. Okay. I, I don't think she'd do that. I think she's kind of sketchy, but I don't think that would be the way that she'd be kind of sketchy. I thought it was a really fun little exchange between the two of them. Okay. I know you don't. You hate her so much. I don't... Okay. I don't hate her as much as you hate Cassie. No. Nobody hates anybody as much as I hate Cassie. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm exaggerating, of course, but okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but that didn't affect my feelings about this exchange at all. I just didn't... I thought the whole I ho- I thought the date was overall was pretty cringy because they kept making like virgin jokes or like sexual innuendos, yeah. but there wasn't any music behind it to make it like funny or charming or anything. Which even though there's no music playing in real life when those things happen, when you're watching it on TV, that makes all the difference yeah. when you're watching it. I didn't even notice the music part, but yeah, I thought the date overall was meh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I felt uncomfortable watching it. And I I think Shannon did, too. When we were watching it with Shannon, Shannon was like, oh, my gosh, this is really uncomfortable. It just took forever. It was just, it, you, we're waiting for the fence jump. So it was just like, oh, tedious. Let's get to it. Move yeah. On, move on. Yeah. And so then they the fantasy get their suite, fantasy suit yeah. card, which is signed by Chris Harrison, but not really because it's definitely an intern because it is definitely so, like a 19-year-old a girl. Oh, you said 18, 19. We're the same yeah. handwriting. 19-year-old <laughs> girl's handwriting. So um, we know who really she, wrote the card. She accepts the fantasy suite and they go. And she says she's very excited. She says because of her um, Christianity. I think that's what she says, right? She says that due to her faith, like her religious faith, she doesn't like She's not intimate with people until she's, like, sure she wants to marry them. Is that what she... Did she say something like that? I don't know. She said something like that. I'm pretty sure. Because she said she takes... She she said that intimacy... she's super religious. Yeah, she said intimacy is super important to a relationship, but she doesn't want to... She doesn't take those steps to intimacy until she's, like, ready for marriage or whatever. And um, she says she hopes she gets to that step with Colton... And they go in their fantasy suite, and you hear them, ha, 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 and there's a bath drawn. Oh, there's weird music, too. There's, like, bolero-type <laughs> music, like, 
building up. Yeah, it was weird music. It wasn't like fantasy, the usual fantasy music. It was like totally bolero music. And my thought with the drawn bath was like, who drew that bath and when? That does not look appetizing to me. I do not want to, or enticing, or whatever word you want to use. That does not look like a bath. You don't want to drink it? No, I don't want to get it. look appetizing. I no, can't drink that. Both. Okay, appetizing or enticing. Because I okay. don't want to drink it, and I don't want to get in it. Because <laughs> who knows when they drew that bath. It could be super cold. I don't have, want to have anything to do with that bath. Okay, next. Uh, but yeah, so then the next morning it shows them waking up together. And they have breakfast or whatever. And Tasha in her little aside, goes... It was very, like, enlightening to experience that with Colton, like, and be able to, um, explore, um, Colton as a person without the cameras watching, but we didn't but explore intimately. Yeah, she said we didn't, I'm, I'm disappointed that we weren't able to achieve the level of intimacy that I wanted, which mm-hmm. means they didn't have sex. Yeah. And so we're like, well, so much for having a virgin bachelor this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then and, you have to think, okay, so she's not the one, right? Yeah. And she knows she's not the one. Well, and this is what I've been curious about this whole season, because I was like, well, I feel like Colton is obviously going to pick the person for the first fantasy suite date. Um, he's going to pick the person that he wants to be with. Um, so this awkward crap doesn't happen. Yeah, but then that didn't happen, but he just instead didn't do it, because he still obviously, I think, is waiting for the person that he... At this point, he already knows who he's in love with. Yeah. And he's just going through the motions of everything else. And from our point of view, you know, two or three weeks ago, we already knew that it was either going to be... We already felt that it was either going to be Hannah G or Cassie, right? Mm -hmm. And so the fact that he had this first date with Tasha was nice and I think he really likes her but she's t- totally not the one and Tasha at this point knows she's totally not the one yeah and was it the was it the blooper at the end where they showed him eating breakfast together yeah okay yeah and in that blooper which we can talk about whenever you can talk about it now. her attitude she totally knew that he that she was done Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so in the blooper, they show them eating breakfast the next day, and they're having these lovely Portugal breakfast items, like an apricot, and he says it looks like a dried-up thumb or something like that. It was kind of weird. It was all these foods Colton doesn't want to eat, and all the foods, Tasha's like, just eat it, dude. It's just an apricot. Get such a date. Get over it. Eat it. And she's kind of being uh, motherly or, like, I don't know, more maternal. More maternal. And less, like, lovey-dovey. Right. And he's like, I don't want to eat that. It just felt like a mother-son type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Eat it. I don't want to eat it. Eat it. I don't want to <laughs> eat it. And so, at that point, I feel like, you know, she knew she was done. Yeah. Unfortunately. Eh. Well, whatever. Unfortunately for you, because you like her. for her. I think, I think she'll be better off this way, probably, yeah. in the long run. All right. Um... But yeah, so that date's done. That date's done. They leave. I don't think he kisses her when they le- when she when he leaves. I don't remember. Oh, also though, in this scene, this is going to be a really shallow remark, but her her tank talk must tank or her like um 
tank top must have had like a built-in bra or something but the or white, she's yeah the white, the white one. one or she's just really like well lifted because her boobs look so good I'm like girl you just woke up and I can't even see you wearing a bra like it's just got not pretty there. big boobs really yeah and I was like of the, wow. of the top three she's got the biggest boobs not that that matters but like just an observation it was nice to see that in the represented in the top three because I feel like it well usually is there a couple times I've looked at her and she, I mean she's so tall and she's got these t- everything else on her body is really long and sleek and skinny mm-hmm. so I kind of wondered a couple times if maybe her boobs were real but who knows well she's also Hispanic and black and I feel like um and where would she have gotten the time or the money to have them done, you know? Yeah. She doesn't seem like the type of person that would have them done. I mean, I don't think there's really a type of person that gets them done. I don't think you can really assume that. But also because I, okay. I think of her um, her ethnic background, I think both black and Hispanic cultures, to, like they often have curvier bodies yeah for just from my observation of people that you know i've seen but yeah anywho so i just thought she looked great i was like oh my gosh go you like (laughs) yeah she's beautiful she's a beautiful girl uh but yeah next he is his date with cassie yeah so, and this is kind of the moment that he's been waiting for. He goes on and on about how he's obsessed he is with so her. So excited about having he's like, date this date is the date that I've been looking forward to most. Oh like, boy, Cassie's someone that I've had such a strong connection with from the start. She's just amazing. Like I feel so comfortable with her, and she's just someone I can really see myself with. And she hasn't said she's this. in love with me, but I think after the end of this day, hopefully, we'll both be in love and be able to tell each other. Yeah. And so they go on a fun little market day, and they she had a, are shopping. An awful outfit on again. I didn't think this outfit was so bad. If it was cold there, I think it would have been a nice cozy outfit. It's fine, I guess. It's but I liked her not her turtleneck, but I liked her sweater she was wearing over it. Okay, yeah, it was like red, white, and blue, which is interesting. Anyway, was it red? I think well, it was just red. No, the whole outfit was red, white, and blue. Or red, like, white, oh, and blue black. jeans. Yeah. White and the red. The sweater I really was red, this. and the shirt was white, and the pants were black or blue. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't think it was bad. I think you just hate her. I do hate her. It's not her worst outfit ever. And I really like this oh, sweater. Oh, no, it's not her I'd, worst outfit ever. It's, I'd wear this sweater. It's in keeping with her other bad outfits. Uh, okay, Mom. You're Anyways. right. I just hate her. Anyways. <laughs> But, they, okay, spoiler alert, she's going to get my sparkle squad tonight because her outfit at the end of an episode on their nighttime, mm-hmm. she was absolutely gorgeous. It's the best thing she wore. It's the best she ever looked. Gorgeous. Yeah. So she's going to get my sparkle squad, but. I know, Mom. I know. Well, also doesn't help that, like, we only saw two girls this episode. That's true. But, so they do some shopping and they talk and. They're they, just really goofy everywhere they go. Yeah. He, he and was, I think that's why they, I that's why I think they genuinely do like each other, because I think they're both kind of weird and goofy, and they like that they can be like that with each other. I just think she's not ready for marriage, and he's 
too blinded by how much he likes her to really think about the practicality of everything. Yeah, I mean, they do the octopus thing on the head, and that's cute and funny. But they and, do a bunch of things like that throughout yeah, the whole season. And they do the dancing thing. The dancing thing was so cute. They started dancing with all these old people. I thought that was adorable. It was adorable. And then some old dude started dancing with Cassie, and Colton was like, that's my girlfriend, dude! <laughs> Yeah, I and that was really, I really cute. Like <laughs> and um, then they go and they are drinking. I think are they drinking wine just on top of a building somewhere? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and they sit down and is that when they have different color wine? Where she comments on her. I don't know. I I don't think that's important at all. No, it's not. But they are talking and um, they're happy and. Yeah, and they're talking about how much they love each other. Or not love each other, but they're talking about how much they enjoy each other's company and how much fun they're having. And then Colton says, I really enjoyed going to your hometowns last week. I really hope your family liked me, but I, he was like, I didn't get your father's blessing to marry you at the end of all this. And she was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? I can't believe you didn't tell me this before. Her demeanor completely changes, like, 180 degrees. She's, like, all happy and having a good day. And as soon as he tells her that, she flips out. She's, she's, at first I couldn't tell if she was mad at her dad or mad at Colton for... I think she was mad at both. She was mad at both. I think a little more Colton. It was just really weird. The, the, the... Well, in Colton's defense, though, he hadn't seen her since that happened. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, no, it's all, I'm not blaming Colton or anything I just the 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 switch was flipped so fast she was like all happy and giggly and girly and then she was like what she's like and he's like well no it's okay it's not a big deal but like I know how important your family's opinion is to you so I feel like if you like like if that changes your mind about anything like I'd understand, but I want you to know that I, like, am falling in love with you, and, like... It's clearly a huge deal for her, though. Mm -hmm. It just, it, the whole tone of the date changes completely. And she says, like, can you not see how big of a deal this is? Like, you're acting like this isn't a big deal. Like, if he didn't give you his blessing, then I'm obviously, I can't marry you, like, and I don't think I am ready for marriage like I'm not ready like this is so much he's like that's okay like don't worry about it it's not a big deal and she's like okay and then she just like is stressing and then they leave and Colton's kind of nervous that she's feeling all that way Mm. and stuff and he's like I hope she's not too mad at me and then did he say that I think he did say that yeah I didn't take notes, though, so this might just be my interpretation of the way he says certain things. But then they... His opening of coach. (laughs) There's no reason to get mad. All right. Good. Anyways, so it's time for the nighttime date. Yeah, but before their nighttime date, they they just separated to... Oh, I forgot that's when... Yeah. Oh, wait, Dad showed up Yeah, you were... Yeah, yeah, of course he did. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, so they they parted ways so they can get ready for the nighttime date. But when Cassie's back at her hotel room, it looks like she's recording little side bits talking about her date Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then 
um, her dad comes and knocks on the door and he's like, I don't think Cassie's ready, so I'm going to come tell her. And so he comes and he knocks on her door and she's like, oh my God, dad, hi. I'm so surprised. What? And uh, they sit on the couch and he goes, how's everything? She's like, everything's really good. Like, I really, really like him. I think he's amazing. Oh, and don't forget, she said, why are you here? I'm just in the neighborhood. Did he say that? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I don't remember that. Nobody takes that seriously, but it was kind of funny. Anyway. Yeah. So, so dumb. Um, but he, but she's like, I really like him, but I just don't think I'm ready to marry him. And especially knowing that you didn't give him your blessing. And he's like, well, when you brought him, he's like, I didn't give him my blessing because when you brought him home, you didn't seem to be all yeah. that into him. I didn't, we didn't feel it. Yeah. If you had come home all roses and happy and sunshine and excited and in love, that would have been different. But you didn't come off that way. You came off sort of hesitant. So that's why I'm here. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'm just confused because I really do. I really am getting stronger feelings for him. And I have so much fun with him. And I'm not ready to stop seeing him. But I don't want to stop him. She's like, I don't want to stop seeing him because he means so much to me, but I can't give him what he wants at the end of all this. I I just can't marry him. And um, the dad's like, well, you got to do the right thing and, like, can't lead him on if you don't feel, if you don't feel the, that way. The dad tells his story about when I, you know, when I met your mom, I knew she was the one. There was no hesitation. And he made it seem like the second he saw her, he knew she was the one. Which I don't think, I think is a the little case. manipulative. Yeah, I think that was edited and stuff. Um, I don't know if it was edited. I think it was just him being manipulative. Yeah, one or the other. Because no, no standard should be set for marriage that you have to be in love with him and sure the first time you lay eyes on them. Yeah. That is not realistic. And she shouldn't be held to that standard. Nobody should be held to that yeah. standard. And at some point, is this, does she say... She doesn't say it to Colton, I don't think. At some point she says, I just want what my parents have. Yeah, I think in an ITM she does. Yeah, Yeah, and at this point when we're watching it, we're watching it with Jack and my friend Shannon, and Jack's my brother, and Jack goes, yeah, I want what my... I thought this was really funny. You might not remember this because you were paying pretty close attention to the show. But Jack goes, yeah, uh, I want what my parents had too. (laughs) Two awesome kids. (laughs) (laughs) Which, we, you know, we know is not true because... Jack doesn't, I don't think Jack wants kids at all, <laughs> but it was so funny because... Oh, he will someday. He will someday. It was so funny because, you know, like, <laughs> Jack and I, like, our parents are divorced, like, you and dad are divorced, so it was so funny that Jack was like, yeah. Cause... I want the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny, but anyways, that's just totally not relevant to anything, but... Yeah, so, so she... So, the visit with the dad kind of ends on a sour note, or a, you know... Tented... Not a sour note, but her questioning everything. Yes. I think she would have been all in. I th- I don't think she would have gone home if her dad hadn't And let's, come. you know... Oh, you don't? You don't think she would have gone home? You think she would have stuck it out another week? Mm-hmm. Through the fantasy suites? Yeah. It's, yeah. The dad, the dad coming, obviously we know that the dad didn't just show up in Portugal because he's psychic and knows where she is. 
obviously the producers invited him to come to Portugal and he yeah. came. So that's all iffy and that will play into the future here. Yeah. Um and then it's the nighttime part of the date and Cassie looks gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Her she, hair looks good. She did her makeup actually and finally. her makeup looked great. And not that you have to have makeup to look pretty, but it just it was a nice change it for her. It was a nice change for her. And she was gorgeous. I mean a knockout. Yeah. She just looked absolutely stunning and the dress the dress was like a sparkly disco ball dress. And well and then there was an ITM in between the dad and Colton where she said, I have to go home. I have to leave tonight. Mm-hmm. And so she knows she's going to dump him, and still she dresses to the nines more beautifully than she's ever been the entire season. Yeah. So it's very calculating, you know. I'm going to look the most gorgeous. I mean, look the most gorgeous I possibly can to dump this guy. Of course, she's on television. She knows that she wants to be the bachelorette, and so she's doing everything she can to be, you know. I'm not sure if she really wants to be the bachelorette. I think though. she does. I think she totally does. Everyone says that, but I think she just doesn't want to be there anymore. I think she wants to be, I think she does, I think she is a fame whore, and I think she wants to be more famous, but I don't think she wants to do that through being the bachelorette. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think she'd rather, like, you may be a right, paradise, but... like, a paradise thing, because she's obsessed with the ocean. Like, yeah, I, think she, I can <laughs> see that. I, I see that. I think she just doesn't want to just have end on this season. But I think she is one of Kaylin's victims, to tell you the truth. I know, we've talked about this, and I think you're, I think you're probably right. I think she probably is a a victim of Kaylin's manipulation. Um, Kaylin said, told, you know, Kaylin told her get engaged when she was kicked off, because they had a pact that one of them would get engaged and one of them would be the next Bachelorette. Yeah. And she just, Kaylin didn't want her Bachelorette um opportunity to be challenged if Cassie didn't get engaged. Yeah. Like, it's all about Kaylin's manipulation Uh, and her selfishness and her nastiness. It's all about that. And Cassie is totally a victim of that. And so she, that's part of why she's so confused because she's been programmed by Kaylin to get engaged for five or six weeks and now she knows she doesn't want to get engaged, but she feels like she has to because she told her best friend, with air quotes I'm doing, um, that she would. And so it's just it's just a mess. And I don't like Kaylin or Cassie, but I think Cassie is has been victimized by Kaylin, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I, I still think that – or I still think that Cassie – I think Cassie and Tayshia are probably on the same level of sketchiness. I just think that the way they differ is Cassie's just being kind of selfish and immature, but being honest about being selfish and immature and not trying to hide it, whereas Tayshia is being very deceitful and dishonest about um, why she's there and what happened before. I won't be able to agree with you about Tayshia because you know how I feel, but I hear what you're saying. As far as Cassie goes, I think, you know, I say I hate her and she wants to be the reality television star and her whole family does, blah, blah, blah. That may be the case. But ultimately, I think Cassie's just really, really not smart and has let herself be manipulated by Colton, 
-hmm. her family, her dad particularly, and Kaylin. I think she's just pulled this way and that, and all these people, especially Kaylin, realize that they can manipulate her, and that's yeah. what they've done to her, and it's sad. And so she, that exposes her to being this really young, really not very smart, susceptible thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I can't decide if I hate her or feel sorry for her. Yeah, the whole thing's really sad, but basically, she shows up to the nighttime part of the date, and they're... In her beautiful, silver turquoise yeah. shiny thing dress. Yeah. Um, and... They warn Colton about... All the girls warn Colton... Well, a couple of the girls warn Colton about the shiny thing, and that's... She's literally the shiny thing. You gotta, you gotta wonder, because it's... The dress is so different than the rest of the stuff she's worn. Yeah. Like, do you think the producers were like... Here we got you this new dress. Maybe you should wear it tonight. It's when you possible. Dump them. It's possible, but I also think maybe that's the the one she was waiting for for her bachelorette, you know, audition or whatever it was. That, that was like her ultimate dress for whatever reason. Yeah, it could be though. But then they go it looks to like chainmail almost. I, I like it. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Oh, she's gorgeous. Sparkle sweat, one hundred percent gorgeous. Um, but then they are talking and Kaylin goes Kaylin? or sorry Cassie well, oh when, my gosh just really quick when she shows up to the date she's all happy and bubbly and oh how are you and yeah she's putting off this vibe that she's really excited to be there okay continue okay yeah and I don't really remember what happens at first but basically they sit down and she's like I just don't know <laughs> What just like that? <laughs> I want, and Colton's like trying to keep up. He's like, "Oh, you're saying a lot right now." But <laughs> well, given her career as a speech pathologist, you know, eventually her speech patterns are really distracting. She she's like she has so much trouble conveying what she wants to say. But anyway, go ahead. And um, he goes, "I like I I don't understand," and she's like, "I." Want you to get what you like, want like from all like this, but like I like can't like give that to you, except it was a little slower, yeah. And he's like, Well, it's cool, like, we don't have to get engaged. And she's like, But you like came here to get engaged and <laughs> he's like he's like Cassie listen I'm in love with you like I want you at the end of this he's like I want you at the end of this like everything whenever I go on dates with other girls and whenever I spend any time with any of the other girls I always think about you I always think about you and you're you never leave my mind and that makes it really hard for me when I'm with the other girls but I've known that you're the one that I want. And I we don't have to get engaged. We don't have to get married right away. We can just date. I just love you. And I can't have you leave. And then she says the most cliche, juvenile, horrible thing Colton can possibly hear. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Yeah. 
But then she also freaks out a little bit and she gets up to leave and she's like, I she's like, I don't know. I don't even know what to do. I thought I was going to break up with him, but I, I can't leave him. And she um, says, I don't know, like 75 times. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then she goes back and self-centered. I think that when she goes back, she does the, when she goes back, she says the, um, I love you, but I'm not in love with you thing. Yeah, they part ways a couple times, and they come back together a couple times. And they hug, and she's, like, hugs him, and her head's on his shoulder, and she's, like, looking at the camera, like, oh, God, what's happening? Like, I can't believe he's obsessed with me. Yeah, I'm never going to be Bachelorette now. Crap. And that's what everyone thinks. I still, I actually think she does really like him, but she would rather dump him and see what else happens than have to get engaged at the end of all this. I feel yeah. like she thinks she has to get engaged. And even though he's telling her that he is okay with dating at the end, I think she doesn't feel like she that's a genuine thing. I think she still feels the pressure to get engaged and I don't think she wants that. And she'd rather leave and like either be the bachelorette or just date people in paradise. The bottom line is she's not that into him. I think they're going to end up together. Like, he's not going to pick either of the other girls, obviously, because mm-hmm. of what he just told the whole world. He doesn't, he thinks about her when he's with them. Mm-hmm. He can't end up with them. Poor Hannah G. She hasn't even had her date yet. Um, so I think they're going to get together and date. And I think, I think she's going to come. Okay. Prediction. I think she's going to come to her senses on After the Final Rose and realize that she's throwing away the opportunity to get a $70,000 Neil Lane ring and that he's going to propose to her on the after the final rose. That's what I think. That's my... I I kind of agree. I think they're going to get engaged on after the final rose, too. Because that ring's a lot of money, and she's no... Well, she is a dummy. Never mind. Uh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um... Mom really, really hates her. I'm kind of neutral. I'm kind of neutral about her. I think think she's, she shouldn't have come on the show at all. And I think she started, I think she's starting to think like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have even come on this show to begin with. Well, she should have self-evicted two episodes ago if she didn't want to get engaged to this guy. You know, I think she's selfish, childish, dumb. I think it is, I, I agree that it's selfish of her to come this far knowing she doesn't want to get engaged. She's but just, who knows, maybe the same thing would have happened, because we know he's been obsessed with her for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame Colton. And, I mean, truly, if she's as dumb as I think she is, I don't really blame her either. I just, the fact that she, okay, so here's the thing. When she went, in hometowns, when she was talking to her dad about Colton, she said, please don't be mad at me if I win, I mean, um, um, want what I want at the end. And then... When she was leaving Colton and dumping him, she said, are you mad at me? The, the, the fact that she keeps bringing up this, are you mad at me thing, it indicates that she is, like, incredibly immature. I mean, I don't think it's that I mean, Because you say, are you mad at me all the time? Uh, for stupid... Oops. Sorry. <laughs> but, honestly, I don't feel proud of myself for that. Yeah, so, but I don't think it's fair. I think it's a little hypocritical for you to be like, oh, she's so immature for well, saying that, she, for keep asking people if they're mad. Because it's very it makes more sense for her to, I don't, 
it, it's manipulative. If she, she's dumping Colton, Colton. But you do the same thing when okay, we're at home about other stuff. Forget about me. Just think about this. You know, she's dumping Colton. She says, are you mad at me? Well, he has a right to be mad at her if he's if she's dumping him. And with her dad, please don't be mad at me. It's like, make your choice, girl, and stick to it. And don't worry about people being mad at you. And I maybe that's, again, maybe I'm totally stupid because I say that kind of thing from time to time. But it just irritated me that she was so dependent on the men's, in particular, absolution. Um, I see what you're saying. I don't agree, though. I I think she genuinely felt bad that she was hurting them. I th- and I think with her dad, she... Uh, I don't even know about she that. She wants to be absolved of any responsibility. It's... Which is what makes it different than when I say, are you mad at me? When I, when, are you, when I say, are you mad at me? I just want to make sure everything in the house is copacetic and everybody's getting along. What, when she says, are you mad at me, she's but, trying to absolve herself of responsibility for her own But you decision. say it about things that aren't even upsetting for anyone. Well, okay, so... So, uh, in this situation, it is a legitimate... Comparison? No, a legitimate worry of her that she upset them. Because I think she does care about both her dad and Colton. I totally... And I see what you're saying, but I think it's a little bit of both. I think you're just way too harsh on her. I do think, I I don't think she's, I think she is too immature to get married, and I don't think she should have been on the show at all. I may be too harsh on her. But I think you're way too harsh on her. You have to remember that she's 23, and obviously she's from a very wealthy family, and so, and I'm 22, but I'm not super immature, but it differs because I've had to be able to take care of myself before, whereas she's never had to do that. And it shows it, that make someone behave differently when they're that young. And it's not her fault that The Bachelor um, hired such young Yeah, yeah, the cast people. is too young. So it's, they, they take these super young people who are immature, and a lot of them are very young, very um, wealth, not very wealthy, but some of, some of them are they're very, right? yeah, they're, they're very privileged young ladies, and they're so young, and they've never had to really experience Conflict, anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's not their fault that they've never had to experience conflict, and then they're thrown into this environment where they're manipulated and abused for the product of good television. So I think being so harsh, she definitely is not ready for marriage and not she wasn't ready to come on the show yeah, to begin that's with that's the bottom line she wasn't ready to come on the show to begin with but she's it's not fan. fair to hate her and be so critical of her when honestly like okay she doesn't really know better i see what you're saying but she's already been on another reality television show for two seasons and she's here she knows what she wants she's trying to get fame she knows she's gorgeous she knows her whole family is gorgeous. She's trying to make a buck off her gorgeousness. Yeah. And and she wants to be absolved of any responsibility, which is why she says, are you mad at me, both of them? Let's I just, see your on. argument there. I'm not sh- I I actually don't agree with you on that, but that's fine. But I we, guess we're not. Neither one of us can know because we're not her. Yeah. Bottom line. That's yeah. what I think. That's what you think. Anyways. 
So she decides to leave, and as they're leaving, she says again, like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you, and they hug. And, he, and they both tell each other they love each other. Um, they, she leaves, and she's in the limo, and she's crying and falling apart. I believe there's been times where she's cried where it's like, is she really crying? Yeah. I believe, I believe, I agree. I think she I think she was really crying in the limo. I think she genuinely did have feelings for him, but she, they just weren't deep enough to, for a proposal or a marriage at yeah, all. Yeah, maybe. But I do think she really liked him and really genuinely wanted to keep dating him. Especially because she kept saying it. She, she kept like, if only I could just date him at the end of yeah, all Yeah, I don't want this to, to end. I don't want this to be over. Keep yeah. saying that. And I believe in the limo, actually I believe in the limo is the first time we've actually seen her really cry. Well, no, the first, no. No, the first time we saw her really cry was when Kaylin got the pretty woman date. Yeah. She was really sad She's then. Like, I'm really happy for her, but I just didn't really want to go on a date with him. So for me, twice. She didn't get the pretty woman date, and she got dumped. Those are the two times. Okay, but the fact that she didn't get the pretty woman date wasn't because she didn't get the pretty woman date. It was just because she didn't get to date him at all. That's what I thought about back then, but I doubt it now, to tell you the truth. And that's just because I hate her. And you know she I doesn't like shopping, though. That wouldn't have been a kind of date she would have enjoyed. She's right. not a. Mat- have you seen her clothes? That's not that's something like, she yeah. would have liked. I know. I think she loved. I think she would love. She, she, anyways, let's carry on. <laughs> okay. We don't agree on this one either. But I, I still think you're just blinded by your hate for her. I hate her. And I think that's. I 100%. think it's a shallow. I think it's a little shallow to hate her as much as you do. But that's okay. It's TV. It's, it's whatever. TV. She's not but, a real person to me. I'm never going to meet her. Anyways. Um, yeah, so then Colton gets really upset. He grabs his jacket, puts on a scarf, and we were, we're like, oh, it's the fence jumping it's outfit. It's the fence jump outfit. Woo! So he goes and he jumps the Well, yeah, oh. he leaves his apartment and he pushes the cameraman away first. Yeah, he's like, get the F out of my way. And then he's, yeah, he's still mic'd up when he's in his room and they go, I'm effing done with this blah 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 yeah and he, and he takes pushes, his mic off take, yeah he pushes the cameraman throws some little doodad across the room when he's going down the stairs takes his mic off and then you can hear the PAs saying he took his mic off took his mic off somebody, like, <laughs> he took his mic off somebody get Chris and then Chris Harrison comes out of nowhere and he's not in a suit or anything he's in like normal people clothes but he's still like, very classy looking yeah it's like Colton Colton! Colton? Colton! And then he finally catches up with Colton, but he's not running after him. I'm like, dude, he's... Not yet. Yeah. He's not gonna, like, stop. And then we see our friend Colton jump the stinking eight-foot fence in a single bound. Yeah. One, like, uh, Ergus is kind of two-handed, but then he, like, just swings a leg over and then oh it's pretty much a single bound though it's just so fluid and perfect and athletic and amazing yeah and then chris harrison goes he just jumped the effing fence (laughs) it was sort of it was sort of like it wasn't even like that concerned it was just sort of surprised like he just jumped the effing fence well probably because it breaches contract yeah totally like you when these bachelors have to sign a contract and, and be obedient and that's why they always pick bachelors who they think they can really manipulate yeah. rather than the ones that are actually really interesting because it makes their jobs easier to be able to make good TV. That's why Nick was, that's why they made Nick the bachelor and that's why they made Colt. That's why in theory they made Colton the bachelor, yeah. but obviously, and I think, oh, also Cassie told, people. Cassie told Colton that her dad came to visit him. 
and we forgot to mention that. Oh, and in that important. moment, he was like, "What?" Oh yeah, that's super. And important. that's the I moment that he that. realized that you can just see his face. He realized that he's just there to make good TV, and that the yeah. people behind this don't really care exactly. about exactly. When she says, "My dad was came to see me earlier," he's like, "Earlier today?" Like, yeah, and you can just see his face. His face shifts from. It's like you can just see him thinking, okay, wait, I'm the bachelor. I thought I was in charge, but I guess I'm just another lab rat. Mm -hmm. They're totally, they don't want me to fall in love. They don't want me to be happy. They just want to use me for television. Yeah, and it was really sad, and I think that was the main motivation. For him jumping the fence. Yeah, I don't think it was Cassie leaving. I think they're making it up to be Cassie leaving. Yeah, I think it was the whole thing, but mostly. But it was the fact that he felt really betrayed by by all the people that were And well, he should. Yeah, and he jumps the fence, and everyone's like, oh no, we gotta catch up to him! And everyone's like trying to jump the fence, and Chris Harrison comes by, and he's like, just open the fence. And then he's the one that opens the fence. And he's like, I got the fence open. <laughs> it's hard. For, it's just not open very far at first. They have to open a little further. Yeah. And then he goes and he, he shields his eyes with his hand, like looking for him. But I've always thought that's just a motion that you make. When the, when the sun's, sun's in your eyes, yeah. But it was in the middle of the night, and he's, he's like trying to shield the moon, the moonlight from his eyes. And his, but, his detective work kicks in. He's like, "I hear a dog barking. Let's go in that direction." Like, <laughs> well, it was so funny because because we know Colton loves dogs, but um, we were watching it and we hear the dog barking, and Jack goes. Oh, that's probably him, but not like that's probably where he's coming from. Like Colton's probably actually barking, <laughs> and <laughs> it was super funny. Um, but then Chris Harrison is they they're looking everywhere for Colton and they can't find him. And then it's to be continued. To be continued. So we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Next week. Shall we go really quickly through the women tell all? Yeah. Really quickly. Okay, the women tell all. There's a women tell all. Dumpster fire. Yeah. All the, okay. So you get kind of a not a crappy season, but you get kind of cr- like not a great crappy season. loves. It was a good season, but it was a crappy love storyline. Like you don't get authentic romance in like the season when you bring in a bunch of 23-year-olds. Oh, yeah. And so, but you do get a really good women tell-all because they all are, like, 23 and they all act like they're 12. So now it's time for the women tell-all. And it opens up with Chris Harrison and uh, he's walking out and he sits down per usual, and you see all the nerds in the audience. I say nerds. I would love to be there. Me too. There's, um, a, there's definitely a sloth out there. Yeah, the, there's like a freaking sloth out there. The sloth's not even that important, but whatever. Then it opens sloth. up with the most famous breakups and breakdowns. And the only ones I really cared about from this little clip, and I don't think you'd really remember any of these, but um, Carly and Kirk from Bachelor in Paradise. I know Carly. I don't want her to be sad ever. I know. I love Carly. That was my first season of Paradise, and my first season of any Bachelor thing ever, and I remember being super sad when Kirk dumped Love Carly. Paradise. I was super pissed, Ugh. and that's when I was like, I'm never missing another season of this ever again. 
And then they showed Ashley um, I getting dumped on her the season she oh, was on. crystals in the desert. Yeah. yeah. And now he's in jail, so. And then it shows Chad breaking down, but not, he doesn't, they don't show the F you, Chris Harrison, which it's is my. So iconic. Yeah, though. it's one of my favorite things to ever happen on The Bachelor ever. <laughs> Probably just in your hotel, drinking a mimosa and sitting around in a white robe. Well, <laughs> F you, Chris Harrison. <laughs> So good. I can't believe he's... Kind of missed Chad. <laughs> well, he's still relevant in Bachelor Nation. He's doing interviews all over the place. And he's dating Canadian Caitlin from, from this, this season. season. The yeah. one that was like, oh, yeah, I don't really know. Nothing bad has ever happened to me. Yeah. She's like, I've had a pretty good life, uh, but, like, I just want someone to party with. And I guess she found it. Yeah. For sure. And uh, it shows... Uh, Jojo being all upset about, I don't know what, I don't remember what Jojo was upset, but it shows Jojo crying. Then it shows Colton jumping the fence, and that was probably the biggest one. And then Chris Harrison asks Nicole what she thinks about the fence jump, and um, she min- she chimes in, and everyone else does too, even though you only asked Nicole. And everyone says that um, it was so, it was so raw and vulnerable, and he should concerned uh, about confronting those other two that are there yeah for sure and um then it has like i think sydney kind of went on on the little monologue for a while saying like i mean if if those other two girls if he wants to be engaged to those other two girls that's not great because when they watch it again they're gonna realize you know that he was in love with cassie the whole time yeah um, and it shows, like, a recap of the whole season and all the highlights, and, um, it shows... Oh, mostly the girls, right? Yeah. And all their feuds and crap. Yeah, it shows all the feuds, because that's what they're going to talk about. Right. So you see Hannah B. uh, calling Kaylin a bitch, and that she's psychotic. Snake. And then it shows, um, all the Kaylin drama, and Kaylin being like, I'm gonna, f- what, whatever she said, like, stupid bitch better shut up or whatever she ends up saying right, right. Um, when she's in the snow yeah yeah and it talks it shows everyone else being like well everyone says kaylin and cassie aren't ready to get married um and just all this stuff then it shows anyeka and nicole's drama and then it shows demi and tracy's ages drama <laughs> and then finally it shows demi and courtney oh my god and <laughs> it shows the is. cancer of the house clip and um and when, in the little video, because down on the bottom of the screen, you can see the people's reactions now to what they're seeing in the right, recap. Right. And when Demi goes, oh, yeah. oh, Courtney comes out in the recap and says, who here thinks I'm the cancer of the house? And, like, at the same time that <laughs> Demi raises her hand in the in recap, the recap she, she raises, raises her, her hand, hand in, in the, the present. In the studio. Yeah, yeah. In the little square on the left-hand corner. It was so it was so funny. funny. Yeah, just, I love you her. You know, Demi, and that. Here's another example of how how much they manipulate us. I used to hate Demi, but now I love Demi. She's so much fun. I can't wait to see her on Paradise. Also, with Demi, and this is something I've noticed in the show, the people she cheers on and the people she tears down are people that actually seem pretty decent and pretty, or pretty awful. Or pretty awful, yeah. And I've, I kind of, I'm like at a place now where I'm like, I think I kind of trust Demi's Judgment. Judgment in people's character. More or less. For for a young woman, yeah. She's pretty smart. Yeah. She's, I think she's very intuitive. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And she's she's very smart, and I don't think she lets people like know how smart she is. All right, here's you know the it bottom keeps her line from being is, able to manipulate them. The bottom line is, I'm so glad that you're not Demi, but. I appreciate that there are Demis out there and I can view their life and appreciate what they're going through. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to be Demi. Okay. <laughs> I don't want, like, Demi is a really hardcore thing to be. <laughs> and go, Demi. Love you. But you be you and let's not all be you. <laughs> um. Oh, it also talks about the Catherine. They talk about the Catherine stuff oh, first. God, how boring! And <laughs> Taj, uh, Tajwan tries. Tajwan's like, "Yeah, you kept interrupting everyone because that's the way she sounds. Yeah, her voice is." <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, you just you just were a re- real big interrupter, and uh, it was kind of annoying. Everyone didn't." Uh, you know, well, like that. And Catherine's and- <laughs> voice is weird too. Catherine always sounds like she's stoned. She's like, she's like, oh, well, she's like, I, I gave up everything to come here, and so I really wanted to get to know Colton. And then she, and then Tajwan's still like, but you were like interrupting all the other girls. And then Catherine goes, no, no. Then Tajwan says, it's not the, it's not the Catherine show. And then Catherine goes, you're canceled. But then Catherine goes, sorry, um, didn't you, like, go home the first night? (laughs) (laughs) And it was so funny. And then Tajwan's face was like, ah. Yeah. I think Tajwan will probably make it to paradise. Just because her voice is so funny. But I don't think she's going to stick around too long. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think Let's so see. either. There's also, but that, that one girl. Do you think Catherine's going to go to Paradise? I'm not sure yet. Yeah, Catherine's weird. Her voice is, I think she's like really, really, really weird. I uh, no, I think she is too. But anyways, I think out of all the girls that went home the first night, I think it's either going to be Tajwan or that girl that went home. Um, I forget her name. But then they like all were popping <laughs> or they were all cheersing to with their champagne outside while they were she was waiting oh, to be picked Devin, up. But Devin wasn't even there. But she wasn't there, so that's why I'm like, oh maybe she won't be. But I no. was like that I, was so I think funny. it's gonna be the sloth. I don't think the sloth, God. No, that'd be I do think the sloth. She was weird. I think she's I think she's really well she was she was, she was weird. She was but she was playing a part. I think she's. I think. I think really, she was genuinely really weird. I, every time she was on she TV, she was okay. She didn't. We barely saw her. She didn't do anything. Yeah, but she seemed normal though. Because she wasn't time. talking. She seems normal when she's not right, talking, and well, then as soon as she opened her mouth, I predict the sloth in Tajwan. That's all I've got right now. Okay, I don't think it's the sloth. I think maybe Tajwan. I think definitely Demi Courtney. Oh, no, first night people. Okay. Oh, first night people? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think the sloth. I think that usually only one first night person shows up. So I think it's probably going to be Tajwan. Gosh. I like Tajwan. Uh, uh, she's whatever. I don't like her voice. Her voice irritates me, but she's fine. Anyway, so then Onyeka and Nicole immediately start bickering, and Onyeka stands up, and she's like, listen, <laughs> bullying Let me give you a definition of bullying. Bullying is when you do something intentionally to make another person feel bad about themselves. Totally patronizing Nicole and, like, 
putting her down and treating her like she's an idiot. <laughs> and Nicole tries and, to say something. Yeah, and Onyeka and Nicole tries to say, like, be like, like what you're doing right now, but she, Onyeka won't let her say that. And Onyeka's like, so obviously I don't bully you. Like, <laughs> duh, can you not see that? <laughs> that is that how she says thank you next? Yeah, she's like, thank you next, which is a disgrace to that song because that is a bop. I love that song. Okay, so then during during that, she says... And it's not even an irrelevant way to use that phrase. Like, it's no, not even... It doesn't make stupid. sense. Onyeka's just... Ugh. During that, doesn't she say, can you come up with a specific time when I bullied you? And, and she's like, yeah, this, this, now? Right now. <laughs> you did it right now. And she got a bunch of applause from the, you know, yeah. studio <laughs> audience because... Yes, that's exactly what happened. She's such an idiot. Oh, my God. Not Nicole. I really like Nicole. But Onyek is so, oh, my God. Well, on the other hand, a bunch of, several of the other women, like, kind of threw Nicole under the bus and said Nicole said bad things about people. But I feel like they would have shown us that. Yeah, me too. And I think they didn't because they want Nicole to be this crying, crying, crying figure to put on bachelor or to put on um to take over ashley yeah maybe ashley but definitely to put on um paradise yeah but but also it was pretty divided everyone was like you were always talking smack but then the other people were like you were always bullying her it was yeah it was pretty divided for me i was really shocked that Nicole's fan base was as small as it was. I thought Nicole was going to be totally like in the right, and everybody was going to hate Onyeka. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Yeah, but it was pretty divided. Yeah. Um. Next, but also I'm, they're just being super immature and they're just being catty and like. <laughs> and then Chris Harrison goes, "Listen, ladies, if we're going to get through this, you got to take turns talking. If one person's talking, then you probably shouldn't talk because we won't hear you." I mean, bottom line, Onyeka and Nicole are both incredibly irritating, especially Onyeka. She's just such a bully. Yeah. But they're both going to be on Paradise, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so then, um, uh, oh, Nina says that it, she also mentions that it's offensive for her to accuse Onyeka of bullying because she never saw her bullying and she was bullied as a child. Yeah. And... Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. I like Nina. I want Nina to be on Paradise. Next. Yeah, but also Nina went home really soon. So, like, yeah, how you weren't there for all the bullying that actually happened. But anyways, uh, it's time for Katie to talk about Yay! the Kaylin and Cassie situation. So, Chris Harrison asked Kaylin, he's like, so how did what Katie say affect you? And Kaylin was like, it ruined my relationship with Colton. It ruined many relationships with Colton. And it made him second guess everything. And it just wasn't fair for her to affect our relationships when she wasn't even going to be here. And Katie's like, listen. Oh, and Chris Harrison goes, Katie, like, when did the, you hear this conversation happen of Cassie and Kaylin planning on being the ba- next bachelorette and stuff? And, Katie says, it happened on the ride from Singapore to the airport. I heard them talking about it. The airport to their hotel in Singapore, yeah. I thought it was, she said Singapore to her. It doesn't matter. Okay. But, um, I'm pretty sure I'm right. But it doesn't matter. (laughs) 
But without, uh, she's like, they were talking about one of them winning and one of them becoming the bachelorette. And she says they definitely said winning. And Kaylin says that, Tacky. Uh, that that conversation that she had with Cassie was like, oh, we are obvious. She's like, obviously we're B- BFF. So obviously we're best friends. We were planning, like, we just wanted to make sure that at the end of all this, if one of us got engaged, um, that we would be okay with that. That, that our we, friendship would prevail. Yeah. And Katie's like, okay, this makes me really mad because that's not what happened. And, like, I just don't think that your interests... This is my favorite. This might have been my favorite part of the episode. She's like, your interests don't align... Like, your and Colton's interests don't line up. And I saw that and I cared about Colton and I want him to be aware of that. And in my mind, clubbing and sliding into former um, Bachelor contestants' DMs like Dean's and partying don't line up with what Colton wants. What Colton wants. And I love that she called her out and sliding into Dean's DMs. I thought that was, that was so... specifically Kaylin, right? Yeah, yeah. She's like, it's not cool for you to slide into oh, Dean's God. DMs. They're so devious and hateful and disgusting. And um, Kaylin's like, oh, this is so stupid. Um, and then they ask Hannah, they're like, Hannah, like, you were on the bus when this happened, like, do you remember what you heard? And Hannah's like, well, I don't really want to be a part of this, but it does line up more with, with what Katie said. With what Katie said. And they're like, ugh. And so I have a thing to say. Yes. So um, in one of the podcasts I listened to, the Ben and Ashley Almost Famous one, mm-hmm. um, Brie, the one with the Australian fake accent. Yeah. Lauren Brie. Yes. Lauren Brie. She told them that she, they asked her, who in Bachelor of the Nation would you like to meet up with and maybe date? And she said, Dean. And they asked her on their most recent one, like, what about Caitlin wants to meet with Dean? You want to get with Dean? So that's just an observation. Ooh. So there's more Ooh. than one. More Paradise. Than, yeah. More than one person that wants to get with Dean. Also, though, why does anyone want to date Dean anymore? I don't know. Does no one understand how much of a train wreck he is? Yeah, but we got at least two girls relevant in this season that want Dean. So, come on, Dean to paradise. Come on. But, yeah, so then next is um, Courtney and Demi and their drama, and they fight. (coughs) And it's super stupid, and Demi goes, Listen, okay, I probably shouldn't have called you the cancer of the house. That was probably going a little too far for that. I apologize. That was wrong of me. Good, Demi. Good job. Yeah, then she goes, you're not really cancer. You're just more of like, um, you're bed Bed bugs. bugs. (laughs) She's like, forget you're there. And then all of a sudden you're you're annoying me. Yeah. No, she said, um, I forget you're there, but then all of a sudden you just start annoying me. (laughs) (laughs) It was super funny. And, Courtney just is livid, and they're just be Courtney's so immature, but she's talking about how immature she thinks Demi is. She's like, mm-hmm. you're a child. And then she stands, stands and... Stands up. Chris Harrison's like, okay, Courtney, you can have the last word. And Courtney stands up, and she's like, 
you're a child. You're so immature. You're the most immature person I have ever met. There are children that are more immature than you. Then she, she walks she, over. She waddles over her in her way too tight skirt. She can barely walk. Yeah, she's like penguins <laughs> over. Yeah. yeah. It's a demi and... And she shoves a pacifier in her face. Yeah, we can't even see what's happening. All we see is her her hands she smashing into Demi's face. Oh, she's so bad at even being on TV. She's a moron. You don't... Okay, whenever you're on any... I'm standing up now because I'm getting really into this. But whenever you're on any sort of TV you or cheat. stage... Right. You, you well, cheat. No. What do you mean you cheat? You turn your body to the camera. Yeah, you turn your body... Or you use whatever hand is facing the camera. She was using the hand that was furthest away from the camera so it wouldn't like you wouldn't be able to see that like she should have had it on the other hand so we could see what she was holding and see when she was putting it in her face right but obviously Debbie oh you pissed. just assaulted me yeah and she's like the carne <laughs> and then but my favorite was demi took the pacifier that she just got shoved in her face and threw it back at courtney's face She's like, you're pathetic. <laughs> it was awful. It was really uncomfortable for me. When, it was when uncomfortable and it was rude. It it was when Courtney did that, I was aggressive. like, are you like assaulting her? What's happening? It was just awful. It was like, and Demi said after the, the Women Tell All episode, she was like, yeah, that definitely felt like assault to me. I don't know why nobody did anything about it. Like, that was really aggressive towards me and I've, like, it was bad and I don't know why she wasn't thrown out. It was gross. Yeah, it was just really like I don't even I don't even 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 want to see Courtney on Paradise. I want Courtney to go away, 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 away. Well, we know we'll see her because you know Demi. I hope not. I hope that they. I hope not. Men have um, no interest in Dem in Courtney. Let's see. Oh, d- uh, then Demi goes into the hot seat, and she's like, "Hey," and the first person to ask a question, I believe is um Tracy and Tracy goes and I hate Tracy she's always been the worst she ugh gross but she goes if she's like listen Demi were you even really like did you even come here with the intention of genuinely wanting to get married at the end of all this because like look at you and Demi's like Demi insists that she did she's like I had an open mind I definitely wanted to meet him and if I did start getting those genuine feelings for him, then I would not object to, like, getting engaged at the end. Like, I was, I had an open, I went in with an open mind and an open heart, and it didn't work out, but, like, yeah. And uh, she says that she was falling in love with him and that it was kind of hard, but, you know, it worked out for the best. And then she talks about her mom and how she... Um, never told anyone else in the house about her mom except for Colton because she didn't think it mattered to anyone else. Like, it wasn't relevant to them. Um, and, and because she was embarrassed, too. She felt she was a little embarrassed. Um, and she feels like she finally has her mom back because she's being happy again. And they don't see each other all the time, but they FaceTime every day. Um, and... She's, she also mentions that she only told Colton about her mom because she thought that it would be helpful to him to know how much she could really love someone, like the way she loves her mom. So it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was sweet. Um, and then, and then 
course. Okay, they, they do a whole. Did you already say they did a whole big flashback on her and all her? Oh, I didn't say that. But whenever someone goes in the hot seat, they always show all Get the a shenanigan flashback. Yeah. And Chris says, "Well, I have a feeling we'll be seeing a lot more of you." Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> and then laugh. Like she she points her chin toward her shoulder and she looks at the camera and she <laughs>, laughs. And then, which is um, great, I can't wait to see her. She's going to yeah. dominate Paris. Oh yeah, she's going to she's going to be first string, probably first picture on the screen every every night, like Jordan was last year. Yeah, but. Colton, then it shows the Colton shower cam again, you know, per usual. Oh, blah, Then Nicole gets the hot seat, and her it shows her montage, and it shows a bunch of footage of her crying that we've never seen before. Yeah, and all the girls talking about how, I like Nicole, but why does she have to cry all the time? This crying thing is ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. Like, almost- and it shows Elise, and Elise is like, the poor girl just cries all the time. Yeah. And I thought that was the most genuine out of all of them for, like, caring about her. Yeah. But then Demi goes, <laughs> Demi goes, the only time I am worried about Nicole is when she's not, not crying. crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Chris Harrison interviews her. And the interview is kind of a little awkward. I feel like yeah, she's... Yeah, it's weird. She doesn't really know what she's doing up there because she doesn't have any, like, major drama. Well, clearly it's her Paradise interview, and I don't know if she nailed... She didn't nail it. I still think she'll be there with Onyeka, but... Yeah. She didn't nail it. Yeah. But she's sweet. Uh, and she basically said, you know, because of my... My family brought me up to be expressive, and and I'm also, you know, Cuban-American, and so I have a fiery side, and... It didn't come out this season, but it's there, yeah. and um, I just, uh, you know, my brother's autistic, and he's mentally unstable. He's my best. He's my love of my life. And she said, he's the love of my life. I'd do anything for him. Yeah. Um, so she's still playing her Bachelor in Paradise card. Yeah. And she... No, no, you know, no diss on her brother and their relationship. I think that's lovely. Yeah. I think she... Oh, what did I have written down? I forgot it. Oh, then Chris Harrison goes, yeah, uh, we have something for you. And I was like, oh, my God, are they going to pay for her and her brother to go to Disneyland together? And then um, he no, goes, an nope, <laughs> we're going to give you a year's supply of Halo Top ice cream. And, and, um. And then they come out. And then a guy they comes out with a little trolley full of Halo Top ice cream. Yeah, and then it shows. <laughs> Chris goes, but we can't not just not give any to Colton. So let's give some to Colton. And then it shows the shower he's cam again. Shower eating and ice cream. <laughs> he's Gross. eating shower. Or bleh, he's in the shower eating ice cream, and that was one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. You thought it was stupid. It was gross. I, just I it thought was it was gross. funny. Well, you're really OCD, so I feel like you'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to eat anything in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I don't really object to it as much, so I thought it was. It was funny. nice though, and then he had his Oprah moment with everybody. In the yeah, he, and he said that too. He was like, "This is my Oprah moment." Okay. Run, run, Paige. Run, run. Go get Paul. Go get him. Run, Paige. Go, run. Go, Paige, go. Run, so Paige. Run. I have to go soon, so we have to finish. Run. Okay, we're finishing, Paul. I acknowledge you're here, but we're finishing, okay? 
Okay, so I need to get a soda. Alright. Alright. Okay. Anyways. Uh, Chris Harrison goes, this is my Oprah moment. You get an ice cream. You get an ice cream. You get an ice cream. Everybody gets an ice cream. And, yeah, so then Nicole's off the hot seat. And then Hannah B's in the hot seat. And she gets a very, very nice flashback montage thing of her. She basically gets a bachelorette edit of her time on the season. Yeah. And it makes you forget about all the times you hated her for yeah. the whole season. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Hannah B. Lecter's not so bad. I Still love you, Lecter. Still a little crazy. Sort of. Yeah. Um, and... Then and she looks very pretty. As she she looks gorgeous. And she's as all she, in black, and it's a very like low cut dress and long earrings and a um, knuckle brace or knuckle ring thing. Yeah. And she, as she's going up there, Demi goes, "Yes, Beast, Beast," which I still think is stupid that she calls herself Beast. But yeah, whatever. I hate that. She, she, she should call herself Lecter, like we do. Yeah, dumb. She's probably never seen the movie though. <laughs> But um, it shows the there's really nice wifey music playing during her montage, and Chris asks her if the montage was hard to watch, and she was like, "Well, yeah." And um, he's like, "Do you have a hard time like opening up?" And she goes, "Did you see my mama?" And she was like, really like her voice was super high pitched, and like I can't even do her accent for how high pitched her like voice was. But it was really weird. Like, her voice sounded really weird. Um, and she talked about her need to be perfect in everything and um, how, how it comes from being in pageants and stuff and just feeling pressure to be perfect all the time. And so sometimes opening up and showing imperfect parts of her are really difficult. Um, and she talks about how she was planning on marrying the guy that she'd been dating for so long right after college. And, um, I was going to start spitting out babies and then it shows Katie and she goes spitting out babies. <laughs> Cause it, I didn't see that part. That's funny. Well, I pointed it out to you right when it happened. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember, but I didn't see it. Okay. Um, but Hannah B gets to redo her toast and that's nice. She did a fairly good job. Yeah, and then she goes, she goes, okay, Chris, you're Colton, and, and I'm me. me. <laughs> like, okay, duh. <laughs> and then she goes, um, she, like, starts stretching and, like, working out and stuff, and Chris goes, like, this isn't going to be athletic. You're just, like, stalling. And she says uh, that she, this pumps her up, and she says, Cheers to this beautiful day and to continuing to build honest and real moments together. And roll, roll time. time. <laughs> and so Chris goes, here's to you finding a fierce love. And it was really nice. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm cool with her being the bachelorette She's or whatever. She's totally going to be the bachelorette. And we're fine with it, I guess. Yeah. And then Kaylin gets in the hot seat. And she's crying. Ugh. And she's falling apart. And she still thinks she's going to be the bachelorette after all this. Well, she still thinks she's going to marry Colton after all this. I mean. Yeah. She's so stupid. And she's saying that she loves, um. Wait. I don't know what that says, sorry. But she's basically, like, 
saying a bunch of crap about how much she loves Colton and like how yeah, yeah. it's hard for her to watch this and that she, Why did she doesn't you guys know do what this happened. To me? Why did Colton do this to me? Why did you guys do this to me? I'm a victim. Blah, blah, blah. And then Chris mentions um, how earlier in the season she discussed her assaults and yeah, they highlight that and that's really important. And they talk about how important that was and how and the audience is all bought, you know, they're all supportive of that. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, it's really, I appreciate all the love and support I've gotten, but this is more than just an episode of The Bachelor. It's a real movement. Things are happening to try to change these. So this is really important. And everyone's like, well, yeah, it is. Um, and then uh, she leaves and Colton comes out and Chris goes, thank you for taking some time out of your showers to be here. That's <laughs> funny. And... Demi goes, hi, Coco. And then she says they have a little exchange. Yeah. yeah. She says that she appreciates his honesty. um, And she sees now that he's wanted someone to lead and she was leading him. And so in hindsight, it's good that it didn't work out for them. It's a good play for her. She appreciates him. It was perfect for her. Perfect. Mm -hmm. But then she says. Then she's like. Also, I would like to introduce you to someone. And then she stands up and says, this is Courtney. I don't know if you guys have ever spoken before. <laughs> and Courtney goes, oh, wow. And then and Courtney hems and haws and, and then say Chris, anything to And Colton. Chris is like, Chris is like, so you want to say anything, Courtney? And then it, <laughs> Jimmy goes, cricket, cricket. And C- Courtney doesn't say anything. And Colton's like, did I uh, miss something? Yeah. it's. Rid- I mean, if if that was real and Courtney didn't re- really, you know, didn't say anything, it wasn't an editing, th- editing thing and Courtney really didn't say anything, then Courtney's an idiot. Ass, yeah. Dumb ass dumb. <laughs> you know, I, I have to believe that that was just an editing thing. Yeah. And then, um... oh, Courtney says, she does say one thing, but she doesn't say anything to Colton. She says, wow, how long did it take for you to come up with that one, Demi? So even, she did say something, but it wasn't even to Colton. It's it was Demi. to Demi. She's so stupid. So then Chris asked Courtney, uh, or no, I already said that. Um, and then Kaylin asks Colton when he knew, and he said that that rose ceremony was the most difficult one. And he apologizes that she didn't get closure. And Hannah, so he sideswipes the whole question, right? Yeah. And Hannah B says um, that she loved meeting his family and felt special, but was shocked to leave. And she tells him that she's happy he gets to choose someone uh, every day, and she hopes that uh, he he gets chosen back. And um, she. Oh, oh, and she. Then he's like, and I'd like to apologize to anyone that I hurt. I, as a bachelor, I could have gone about things a lot better, and I, I do apologize that I wasn't as good as I could have been. And Hannah's like, it's cool. And then she goes, well, but don't get me wrong. I I was really mad at you, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> and then Sydney asks him if he's still a virgin. Uh, and they hem and haw about that. And yeah. Until Chris Harrison steps in and says, okay, this is enough. We can't talk about this. 
Yeah, and then Chris goes, uh, so let's take a poll. Who here thinks Colton's still a virgin? And, like, three girls raise their hand. I mean, four, yeah. I yeah. Know, the ones yeah. Uh, and Demi raises her hand and says, I mean, maybe. And then, But then she goes, Colton, you missed a good fantasy suite with me. I like this little hoe. Love and her. He, make, he makes a great face. He's like, oh. <laughs> Correctly edited. He makes a great face. Um, and is that pretty much it? Yeah, then there's bloop. I think that's pretty much it. Let's oh, see. the bloopers were, my favorite blooper was when her butt slammed into Colton's face. Yeah, um, Kerpa's butt slams into Colton's face, and that was pretty funny. My favorite blooper was when Hannah B couldn't open up the microwave. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That like, anybody was help? Anybody? So I'm this funny. Open. And then, uh, anybody help? I don't know why I can't get this I open. I don't know why. And then, like, a producer person comes out and, like, pushes a button and it opens, and she goes, oh, oops. <laughs> She's so dumb. <laughs> It's going to be fun to watch her. I loved it. <laughs> it was my favorite of all the bloopers. And it shows this little montage of Colton going, Nailed it! Which kind of shows that Colton's kind of a dweeb and that oh yeah, there's a reason I that he's, he's really bad Colton with women. He's, he's sweet. I like Colton. He's super nerdy. But so we're almost to the end. Yeah, so that was oh basically all those episodes. What do you think is going to happen at the end? What do I think is going to happen at the end? Um, I think Colton's going to run away, and I think he's going to go find Cassie, and Cassie's going to be so shocked, and I think I think the dad's going to be like, oh, he dumped all the other girls to come find my daughter. Maybe this yeah. is a more legitimate relationship than I thought. Oh, yeah, I think you nailed it. Nailed it! Nailed it! Um, and then I think Colton... I think it'll show a montage, not a montage, but, like, a clip of after they're done filming of him, after they're done filming, but they will be filming, of Colton going to... Wherever she is. Uh, no, going to his dad, or going to her dad, and being like, hey, like, your daughter and I have been dating for a little while now. I know last time I asked you for your blessing, you said no. Is it cool if I can have your blessing now? That we've gotten to know each other better. And I think that the dad will be like, yeah. And then he'll get engaged on after the final I, rose. I totally think he's gonna, they're going to get engaged on after the final rose. I think he's going to have to... I think Monday night's episode is going to have to be him dumping the other girls. And then Tuesday night's episode is going to be him chasing after Cassie and getting her. And absolutely, I think he's going to propose to her on after the final rose. And she's going to say yes, because she, in the interim, between now and then, she's going to say, oh, wow, I could have gotten a really nice ring. Yeah. And, you know, she's going to, dummy dum-dum girl, sorry, but she is, is going to wake up and say, oh, I should at least get engaged so I can get this ring, etc. Uh, sh- yeah. She's dumb. You you just really hate her. I hate her. I don't her. think she's a genius, but I think it's you're just really mean to her. Well, I mean, I mean, she, I don't like Tasha, but I'm not that mean to her. Cassie was <laughs> kind of portrayed to us in the beginning of the season, and it's not her fault that, that she was portrayed this way as a speech pathologist. That, that makes her sound like really smart and really important, but she wasn't a speech pathologist. She was just a person that got her degree in. Sp- speech stuff and now is and she's working on her master's. She's working on her master's. She's working on becoming and she didn't tell them to do that. 
No, she, I know. It's not her fault. Yeah. They were like, oh, being a student doesn't sound fancy. We're going to say you're already a pathologist. Yeah. And then, but they also didn't mention that she was doing another reality television show with her boyfriend who she, in the episodes I've watched, seems clearly more smitten with than Colton. It's like, just it's just a mess is what it is. She's, because of her, the stuff she's done before, she just doesn't seem trustworthy or smart. My opinion. I think she's being honest about everything, so I don't think... No, I don't accuse her of being dishonest. No. Yeah. So, I think if she continues to be honest, I think Colton can probably learn to deal with everything else. Whereas, a lot of the other people just are very dishonest. She's gonna break his heart. Maybe. We'll see. But we hope not, because we like Colton. But, yep. Anyway. Totally. Alright. Seven hours later, we're gonna say goodnight. Please rate, review, and follow. And subscribe. Subscribe, that's the word. Yep, subscribe. Mom's getting there. She's learning it. Yeah, I'm learning. And if you would like, you can also follow us on our Instagram, Rosette's Podcast, or you can email us um, with any questions or concerns or suggestions or just you want to say hey. Or just to tell me I'm an idiot for hating Cassie. I mean, I don't think anyone loves Cassie, but um, if you want to tell any of, like, either of us if we're idiots, you totally can. Dang it, just email us. We don't care what you say. Yeah. Send us a meme. Who cares? You can send that to rosettespodcast at gmail.com. So. Right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We know this episode's kind of long. But we did talk about two episodes. Double duty. So, pretty good. We appreciate if you listen to all this. Um, hey, don't forget to set your clocks for work tomorrow night. That's yeah. my PSA for and Happy International Women's Day. Bachelor Nation, Happy International. Women's yeah, Day. If you you gotta remember to set your clocks back because or forward, forward, spring forward, so you don't miss any of the episode on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So work schmirk. You gotta make sure you get that. <laughs> Can't miss the first hour of the episode. All right, my dears. Happy night. Good Good night. Later, Gator.